Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. My name is Shawanda. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I am so honored that you chose to um, stop in, listen to me today, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or if you're watching me on YouTube, thank you for joining me. Um, I first want to just ask you, how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Here at Refreshing the Soul, we believe that soul care is true self-care. You're truly taking care of yourself when you're taking care of your soul. This body that we are in, um, this this flesh that's on the outside, this hair, these nails, um, the skin, this is not who we are. This is what, this is just the, 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 um, the temporary housing we're in. Um, but our soul makes up really who we are. Um, our personality, our desires, our gifts, our talents, the way we see the world, the way we judge, um, the way we think, the way we feel, and then the decisions we make, it all comes from a place in our soul. And if that is not healthy, we are not healthy. No matter how well we're eating, no matter how fit, how much we exercise, we are um, we are malnutrition, we are weak, we are dead. If our soul is not continually being fed the word of God, if it is not continually um, being nourished and watered um, by worship and prayer and God's presence, um, we're, we're walking around not taking care of ourselves. So when I ask you, how is your soul doing, um, it's really to get into a deep place in you. Um, to really get you to pause and stop and say, okay, how, how is Shawanda doing? What's going on? How am I feeling? For me, you know, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling okay. Um, I feel like I'm in the middle of um, a lot of different transitions um, in my life. My kids, um, my, my marriage, my job, um, even ministry some, you know, even with this podcast and um, a new book, hopefully. So it's a lot of different transitions. So there's um, a lot of different unknowns. There's some things that God has um, revealed and answered. And there's some things I just don't know. And I, I don't know for you, but sometimes being in the unknown and not having the control, it can be um, it can be intimidating. It can be scary. Um, but I've learned just over the years of following God and trusting in him um, that in this place, I don't have to be afraid. I just have to trust him and know that he's going to work everything out. And when I need to know something, I'll know it. Um, when I need to move, he'll tell me. So I'm when I say that I'm okay, like I'm real I'm, I'm chill. I'm at rest. I'm at peace in the middle of um, an unknown season for me. Um, I don't know what the next is, but I trust that God um, is taking me there. And along the way, I'm just, I'm just trying to enjoy life. I'm trying to enjoy life on purpose uh, with my kids and with my family and just even with the, the, the parts of me that has to, con that's continually to grow, it's just still learning to um, enjoy life, enjoy where you're, where you're at. No, you're not going to always be there, 
um, whether it's a place that you really don't like maybe in you or in your present circumstances, but I believe we can still find joy in it when we're living this life with God. When we're not living this life with God, it makes life um, more heavy. It makes it more draining. Um, you're having to hold up all, all the strength. You're having to hold up all your issues. You're having to work things out it, for yourself. Um, the peace that you get is temporary. Um, but with God, he gives you a peace that transcends, transcends understanding. Again, I don't have to know the answers. I don't have to know the next step. I don't have to know how or why or when, but I just need to know God and I just need to know he's with me. And because I know that I have peace, I have joy and I can enjoy my everyday life. So how is your soul doing? Are you in the middle of a transition? Are some things changing in your life? Are there some things that you've been praying about and you still haven't found or heard the answer? You still feel like you're in the unknown um, season. How are you doing in, in that, in that season? How are you, how is your soul taking it? Whether you're a beginner believer or um, you've been rocking with God for some years now, I'll tell you, um, it's, it's, it's God always furthers us outside of um, our comfort zone and the things that we know. God is always trying to make us better, make us whole, make us more like his son. So there are some seasons that you're going to have to go through that's not always comfortable, where you're not going to know everything or how to do everything. There may be positions he may put you in where you may feel unqualified, but all you need to know is that God sent you, God is with you, and God is in you. Um, they kind of parallels with what we're talking about today. You know, we've been in this series called My Hiding Place. And just to recap some of the past three episodes, um, we've been just talking about from the, we've been really meditating and talking from the scripture of Psalms 32 and 7, which um, actually I'm going to read it right here um, since I mentioned it. So Psalms 32 and seven says, for you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. You surround me with songs of victory. You know, here, um, David, he's, um, he's, this is him speaking. And kind of soon after he reveals and really relieves himself of this burden he'd been carrying of um, and not and not really being honest with God or admitting admitting his um, guilt and his sins for um, some of the things that he has done. And at verse five, if you go up a couple of verses, it says, "But finally, I confessed all my sins to you, and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. So everything that he was holding in." life being heavy because of things that you're trying to do on your own, everything he, ho he was holding in, he said, I confessed it to God and God forgave me. And now the thing that was heavy, the thing that was weighty is gone. And so 
we first was we're talking about in the first episode where do you hide are you hiding behind your guilt are you hiding behind anger are you hiding behind a place where it is easier to feel this and to hide here than to be vulnerable than to be honest than to be transparent about where i'm at with god um i've i'm i'm learning that I have to make sure I do that with God first before I feel the need to do that with others. With others, um, Sometimes I can do it with others and sometimes I can't. But in any situation, God should be our first, our go-to, our place where we hide um, because that's the place where whatever it is that I'm feeling, whatever it is I'm going through, only he can make that go away. David says, and my guilt was gone. You know, there are things that we can run to um, or we can go we can um, go back to a behavior or a habit to kind of ease whatever it is that we're feeling. If we're feeling fear, sometimes we'll go to anger and get mad and frustrated to deflect it off of us. But guess what? That fear is still there. It's not going to go anywhere. So in that first episode, we talked about where do you hide? Where do you where do you hide? And really for you to get a, do a soul examination of um, really looking at how how do you respond to certain things in life? How do you respond? How have you been responding? Um, what what has been your behavior or your habit? And if it hasn't been going to God or um, talking to him or if it hasn't been something that shows or yields the fruit of the spirit, then we have to really check those places and say, okay, what's going on inside of me? Why am I responding this way? What am I afraid of? Where am I hiding? I need to put this into God. I need to confess this to God so that it can be gone. <laughs> All right. And so then we started to talk about in the next episode, next week, that next week, his love expels fear. So really getting to the root of why we hide. We figured out, okay, this is where we hide, but why are you hiding? What is it? What's going on? And a lot of times we hide because we are afraid. Um, it started. It, it started in the garden with Adam and Eve, they ate, ate from a, a fruit of, of a tree that they weren't supposed to. And they ended up hiding because he said they were afraid. You know, they were, they had shame because one, they disobeyed God. And um, two, now their eyes were open um, in a way of where they didn't, they used to didn't see themselves in a light to where now they see themselves in a certain light. And so a lot of times with our identity, because of things that has happened to us, we see ourselves now in a different light. And that fear, whatever it is that's residing on the inside of us, maybe that fear to speak up, that fear to be yourself. Um, maybe it's hard to do that. Or you, again, you feel fear because of whatever happened or whatever someone did um, to make you um, feel like that is not the right thing, or that is not what you should, that is not what you should do, or that is not how you, what you should say, whatever closed you, whatever closed you, whatever that made, made you shrink, that fear that's residing in your soul, it needs God's love. His love, you, um, in um, that scripture, that meditation scripture for that week, we talked about how um, experiencing God's love, how experiencing that it casts out that fear. And it's a process. It's over time. There are some things that I believe we know that's going on in our souls. 
and you know it's something that you need to work on but it's that that you want to go away excuse me you know it's something that you no longer want to feel you want to be healed from it you want to be whole but it's taking some time first of all my sister is okay the word talks about how we um experience it's through if there's still fear in us it's because we have not fully experienced meaning there's sometimes we may have only experienced some of god's love but but we need to give ourselves time to experience to fully experience god's love so that we can come to a place where we're not responding we're not behaving we're not um reacting out of um fear but now we can respond from a place of where you know who you are you know that you are loved and and you know that he his love is what's residing on the inside of you so now fear doesn't is not there anymore now i can speak this way now i can i can i can i can trust that god has my back when he tells me to do this i can go ahead and walk out walk in faith i can go ahead and step out on this and not have this fear or this intimidation of what people are going to say or what people are going to think because now you have a sense of who you are and and whose you are um and then we got into last week embracing who you are meant to be embracing who you are meant to be and you know that one was kind of dear to me because it kind of touched home to kind of to how i've been feeling for some time now just not fully embracing or fully accepting who god has called me um to be um again because of you know fear and i believe there are a lot of ladies out there that who I was talking to last week where you know um, God has called you to do something and you have one foot in and one foot foot out um, because you're afraid to make a mistake you're afraid that you you're not qualified and it's going to it's going to show you know and and we really had to get to the root of that and really understanding that it, it is God who is with us it is God who has called us um so if something is to happen or if something was to break down or whatever this fear of failure that we have, we have to know that God is the one who's going to hold us up. He's the one who's going to carry us through. He's going to be there by our side. He's going to continue to refine us, to correct us, to shape us. And we got to remember that it's all for our good. It's all for who we need to be to do what we're called to be, right? So just embracing, um, who you are meant to be and we're able to do that more we we're able to embrace that and accept that more the more that we hide in him the more that we live in him the more that we uh, abide in him and we talked about a scripture about abiding in him and him and us um when you have that relationship yeah it's going to refine and cut off the things that is not supposed to be there but you're you're doing it with him you're safe with him you know you're protected and you know it's for your good um this week which is the last week in august so last week we're going to be talking about my um just my hiding place um you know i don't have a a a title for it but um i was just talking about you know how we have to remember that god is with us um there are times i'm just thinking right now when we talk about my hiding place um there are times that you know we're going to be interacting with people we're going to be um doing certain things where we're in that moment it's not like we can go and pray and hide and that's not what just my hiding place is about it's about um no it's about um 
surrendering and accepting the the safety you have in God and getting it rooted in your soul that you of who you are of who you are and that that won't change unless you choose not to believe it and that my hiding place is 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 again having um is is operating from the place where you um, have found comfort in God is the place that you have found safety in God. It does take you having to spend time with God to get to a place where now that is the place that I operate out of. When I spend time with God and in his word, and I understand who I am in him, I understand how he wants me to live through his word. When I understand that, I understand forgiveness. I understand not using harsh words. Um, when I come to that understanding and spending intimate time with God and him showing me who I am and where I need to, to grow or develop or things that need to be pruned out of me, I'm able to live a life in front of other people that is from that place. And so my hiding place is not just about tucking yourself away in a dark corner or dark closet to spend time with God and worship. It is about living from that hiding place is about um living out of that living out of love not living in fear if you are spending time with god but you you still have fear um leading you and 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 guiding you through life then something whatever it is that you're you should be getting from that intimate time that secret place with god it's not sticking there's something that we're not believing and there's something that we're not um, choosing to believe, um, but we're allowing the life, um, the life and the worries of this word to choke out what God's word is, is giving you in that secret and intimate time. And so um, today I want to talk to the, I want to talk to the women who um, have had that relationship with God, or maybe it, it wasn't as close and you went out and you went away from him you decided to do things on your own maybe it was too hard or maybe there have been church hurt or maybe someone let you down and you kind of strayed away from God um I believe God is calling you back to him I do and 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 I pray I believe I'm talking to not just one I, I believe I'm talking to a few ladies here where you know that you should be closer with God you've been feeling a tugging You've been feeling conviction, not condemnation, because that's not God at all. Um, but you've been feeling the conviction of I need to be in my word more. I, I should I should be talking to God more. I should be giving this to him. And I'm, I'm tired of um, running back to this guy. I'm tired of running to this friend. I'm tired of running from job to job. I'm tired of feeling like I have to carry it all. And I'm and I'm tired. Um, I'm tired and I need, I need help. I believe I'm talking to that woman today. God is talking to you today. He wants you um, to come back to a place that's safe in him, to an intimate place. Um, he has never forgotten you. He's never stopped watching over you, desiring to have you back. He wants you. Okay. So we're just going to start at this, um, the scripture Luke 15, Luke 15 and 11. Um, 
I was listening to a song and it's going to be the weekly music for your soul this week. So just check it out when, um, on Thursday. So Tuesday, I put up weekly meditation scriptures. Thursday, I put up the weekly music for your soul and Friday, the weekly resource. Um, and that'll be on Facebook at refreshing the soul or Instagram at I am Shawanda Williams. So I was listening to this song and it made me think about the prodigal son. And I felt like I just really had to read the scripture. As I was reading the scripture, God just highlighted a couple of things to me that I felt like I needed to talk about because I believe that woman is listening and God is wanting you to come out of hiding. He wants you to come back to him. He wants you to come closer to him. Maybe you are, maybe you believe you are walking with him, but not as close as close as you you should be or that you want to be i believe this this episode will help you out and stir um, that desire in your soul okay so luke chapter 15 let's start at verse 11 okay so here jesus is um speaking of a parable um to illustrate or it says illustrate but really to um, get people to understand um, something, something um, heavenly, but um, here on on earth that we can understand it with, um, with a story pretty much that resembles what God's love looks like um, when when um, someone chooses someone someone is lost and he and they are found when God um, is is able to rescue them like how like God's response his heart like he wants you to see that here and so here in Luke 15 and 11 it starts off it says to illustrate the point further Jesus told them this story a man had two sons the younger son told his father I want my share of your estate now before you die so his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there, excuse me, he wasted all his money in wild living. Verse four, about the, about the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. So right here, let me read one more verse. Verse 15, he persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. So here, the younger son tells his father he wants his inheritance now. His father gives it to him. He goes out, he spends all his money, which is what prodigal means, someone who's reckless you know, with their money. Um, he spends all his money and... Um, after his money runs out, there's this famine that hits the land, right? And he begins to starve. Now, right here, he doesn't go back to his father's house. He chooses to stay and he persuades a local farmer to hire him. And the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. Right now, I just see somewhere where um, you have um, you have walked away from God somewhere. And maybe something it, it was it was good at first and then it wasn't and then it got it, it started to change it started to shift and instead of running back to God you still try to do it on your own you still try to figure it out on your own um you may have even prayed but somewhere in it you're, you you still felt like I can work this out I can figure this out and you stayed away 
you stayed away. And so sometimes our pride, sometimes us even feeling the shame from doing wrong can keep us away from God, can keep us from the presence of God. And the same thing happened again with Adam and Eve, the shame that they had, not just from the fact of how they saw themselves now, and I'm sure not even just from the fact that here the prodigal son saw, man, I'm starving, I'm hungry now, looking at the state that I'm in, but also seeing like, dog, I messed up. And so for that woman right now, if you're feeling like, ah, oh, I messed up already right here, God is saying it's not too late to come back. You've never gone too far. I want you back right now. He's like, I want my daughter back right now. And whatever it is that you are feeling that's keeping you away from him, know that it's a lie, okay? It's probably a lie from it, from the enemy or it's a lie of something that you believe in your soul about yourself. And we're gonna get to that because I, I believe we're gonna hit on what that is. So let's keep going. So verse 16, the young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs look good to him. Wow. Look good to him. I'm sorry. I lost my place. Oh, but no one gave him anything. Man, isn't it funny when you stay out, when you're out of the will and the relationship with God, not only do you see yourself differently, but other things look, look different. Things that is below, below you or below your privilege, below your, what God has for you looks good. So verse 17, it says, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hungry. Man, I want to say to you right now, like, come to your senses. It's time to come to your senses. Don't die out here when you don't have to. Don't don't get to a place where you have no energy, no strength to take care of your family, to take care of your soul. Um, feed your soul with the word of God. Feed your soul right now by coming and, and, and pouring out to him, God, I messed up and I need you. I, did, I, I made this mistake and I'm sorry and I, and I want you back. I want to start over. And so here, verse Verse 18, I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So here he's like in his mind, okay, this is what I'm going to say to God. I'm saying this is what you're going to say to God, but this is like what he's saying. I'm going to say to my father, you know, let me, let me go ahead and get the script out so I can have it clear. And when I get there, this is what I'm going to say, you know, he's working up um, the confidence. He's working up um, even his, his, his nerves to be able to um, approach his father. And so verse 19, I'm sorry, verse um, 20. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. Verse 21, his son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. So the first thing I noticed here is that um, the word worthy. You know, his son said, I'm no longer worthy. Um, him being away from his, his father and outside of his father's house. Now he's his, the way he sees himself is I'm just not worthy anymore. 
I'm not even worthy to be called your son. And I believe some women right now who are listening to this, you may, I don't know what you've done. I don't know what has happened. And I'm not going to even try to guess. Um, but whether you've done something or whether something has been done to you, the feeling of unworthiness, I want you to he just see, see here how God was, I want you to see yourself in this, in this um, son, in his, in his, um, in this story as the son. I want you to see yourself as that. Here's God. And while he was a long way off, this is verse 20, his father saw him coming. God is already looking for you. He is already desiring, desiring you. And though you may feel a long distance off, God sees you. I love that he said, and while he was a long way off, God was filled. I say, I'm saying, God, I know this is the, the, the father, but I want you to understand it's a parable to show God's heart, okay, towards his, his lost ones. He was filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son. God's just saying, I just need you to turn around. I, I just need you to say, you know what? And that's called repenting. Repenting is saying in your heart, that I'm going to turn around. I'm going to turn back to God. God said, I just need you to turn around. That's all I need right now. Make a decision in your heart. I'm, I'm going back to God. I'm done with this. I'm going back to God. And even if I don't feel worthy, I'll go back to God not feeling worthy. That's all God needs because he'll show you that you, your, your place and how he sees you never changed. And that he knew you were going to do what you did and guess what? It doesn't change how he sees you. It doesn't change how he's going to treat you. And that worthiness, like, no, you're worthy of being loved. God loves you and you're worthy of being in his hiding place, in his secret place, him singing songs over you. God's not looking at what you done did. He's not charging your heart for what you, you've done or, or what has been done to you. God's ready to forgive. Like David said in Psalms 32 and seven, that when I confessed my guilt, God forgave me. He forgave him immediately and it was gone. I'm telling you the thing that you're doing right now, if you just make the turn in your heart, God said, I'm ready to make it gone. I'm ready to heal you. I'm ready to give you the peace that you've been searching for. Man, verse 22, but his father said to the servants, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with the feast for this son of mine was dead and he has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began and we're going to end right there. I just want you to know that you're valuable. You're valuable to God. You're worthy. There's no amount of price that God has on you. There's no limit where he's like, oh, she went a little too far. That's a little bit too much. No, God, Jesus paid the price. I love, and I love here. God is like, man, kill the fat, the fattest cow, cow, right? Get the finest robe. Like there's no limit. There's no price. There's no price to it. And I know from, from me, when you have not seen that in the natural, someone treat you with value. I'm not, I'm not saying someone had to spend a lot of money, but to, to see you, <laughs> I mean, God, I mean, that's so personal. Like he saw him coming from afar and 
whatever his son did, he's like, uh, give him the finest robe. For someone to see your preciousness, your, your value to show you, no, you, you are worth it. No, I do love you. I know what you did, but that doesn't change how I'm going to treat you. Doesn't change how I'm going to handle your soul. When, when, when you can feel that and see that, I think it's sometimes it's hard to accept it from God because of what we haven't seen or felt in the natural from people. But here, I know right now I'm in a season of really allowing God's love to sink deep in me and to continue to accept it and to believe that I am worthy of love. And I just want to share that with you, my sister, whether you've seen it in the natural or felt it in the natural, what matters is how God sees you. What matters is who God says you are. What matters is how God treats you. So when you come back to him, because you will, I'm already speaking, when you come back to him, God is going to show you how precious you are, how valuable you are, how safe you are with him. He's going to, he's going to wrap you in the finest. He wants you to feel like you are, you, you are still his daughter and that you, he has so much um, for you in his house, in his will. Um, I just truly believe that as you make that decision today, God is already running towards you. Everything that he has lined up in store for you, it, it, just, it just needs you to, it just needs your heart to turn for you to possess it, for you to have access to it, for you to, for you to, to see. I believe there's some things that we've just been searching for that we just want. And we think that if we just try to get it on our own away from God, um, because maybe we think God's way is too hard, it's too long. You know, I, I think the, the prodigal son, just he just didn't want to wait <laughs> for what he wanted. And I'm going to tell you, though, when you wait in God's house, when you wait um, while you're spending time in his hiding place, um, there, there's, there's growing there, there's pruning there, um, there's, there's love there, there's safety there. It comes with so much more. Um, and, and God wants to teach us how to wait. I, I believe he wants to teach you as well that I, I know you don't want to wait, but I can teach you. I can teach you how to wait. And so, um, I wanted to read this last, this last scripture, Psalms 46 and one. I kept hearing like a, a home in God, like God's, like we're, how we're safe in him. I just, I mean, that safety, I know that's so big, especially for women. Like we want to feel, we want to feel safe. I believe men want to feel safe too, but it's something about just, you know, you want to feel that you are safe um, and protected and um, may, and sometimes that place of safety has been um, disturbed it has been violated. And so we really have to turn again, our hearts to say, okay, God, I'm going to seek this safety from you. So here's Psalms 46 and one I'm reading from the passion translation. It says, God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in time of trouble more than enough and always available whenever I need you. I believe God wants you to 
know he wants your soul to know this for yourself he wants you to know that you are safe he wants you to know that you can find a refuge in him and it says right here you're a proven help like it doesn't need to be something you believe because shawanda said so it is because god has proven to himself to you that he will help you in time of trouble and that he is more than enough and that he is always available whenever you need him. All right, amen. So we're gonna end with confessions for the soul. And it's just the time for you to um, repeat after me and confess these things over your soul. Um, these confessions are really just scripture that I change as personal confessions um, for my soul. So take this moment right now, just um, steady your heart, calm your heart, calm your mind. Let's get into a posture where we're going to believe um, this word that's spoken over us and we're going to hear our, our from our own mouth to our own ears speak this okay all right so God is my hiding place he protects me from trouble he sings songs of victory over me he is a safe and powerful place to find refuge he has proven that he will help me in times of trouble. He is more than enough. He is always available whenever I need him. So I will make God my home and my safe house. Amen. Amen and amen.